Hey, everybody. Thursday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. This is all a battle between good and evil, God versus Satan, the church versus the world. That's what it's all about. Just remember that. We're not going to win without praying. We're not going to win without revival. We're not. It's not going to be the Republicans. It's going to be the power of the Holy Spirit. But we have to expose the lies. Everyone practicing evil hates the light, does not come to the light, lest their deeds be exposed. Jesus speaking, John chapter 3, verse 20. All right, so we got to hop right back into this stuff. As always, love to talk more actually about specifics. I've got a whole... I've got a whole uh, section of the show put together. We want to call it a dossier, so to speak, of 1-6. I like to dive deep into those things, an expose on that. But I keep getting tied in with all of this Biden v. Trump stuff, Biden cases, Hunter Biden, Hunter and Joe collusion with Romania, Ukraine, Russia, every in, in China, of course, and how, how that, you know, ends up being what they're trying to cover up by indicting Donald Trump. So we just have to kind of merge all of these things together. You've got the FBI whistleblowers and the FD-1023 form. You've got Shap, uh, Shapley and Ziegler, the IRS, Demer- both of them registered Democrats, both of them the IRS whistleblowers. All of it kind of merges together. And what, of course, the Democrats do, they don't just accuse you of doing what they're doing. They prosecute you for doing what they're doing. If you if you just take Jack Smith as an example, who is the special counsel, the special prosecutor that just indicted Trump four more times, of course, in response to the Dever, Devin Archer hearing, whenever you have a major Biden story, we, we put the timeline out two, three times now already, and we'll, we're going to do it again, actually, in a second, but whenever you have a major blow to the Biden narrative, you have Jack Smith or the state attorney in Georgia or Alvin Bragg in New York, the Soros bought and paid for Alvin Bragg in New York, whoever it may be. And it could be up to four different trials that Trump will be having to be dealing with during the election process from now until the election in uh, November of 2024. But it all kind of merges together. But it really is all about covering up a for Barack Hussein Obama, because Obama knew everything. He knew about Hillary Clinton's collusion. She knew he knew about Hillary Clinton whitewashing her her computer, her her devices. He knew bleach bidding, doing all that. He knew about her having an unsecured server in a bathroom in Colorado. He knew about it because he had a device receiving his device was receiving her messages from an unsecured location. That unsecured location had to be okayed by the military, actually. And therefore, Biden, I mean, Obama had to say, you know what, you guys have to okay this. So he knew the entire time. He put Joe Biden, he would put Joe Biden as the point man in Iraq, where then you had Frank Biden building houses in Iraq, a man who's never built a house in his life, put him as the point man in China, where you have Hunter Biden securing a $1.4 billion deal for himself and for the Biden family in China. Then he put him as the point man in Ukraine, where you have Hunter Biden earning millions of dollars from Burisma. I don't know if he was the point man in Russia or not, but of course, Joe and Hunter Biden received $3.5 million from Alina Baterina, former Moscow mayor's wife. So this is all coming together, what it's about. And it used to be they're projecting. They accuse you of that, which you're doing. They don't, they've moved beyond that now. They're prosecuting you 
for what they are, in fact, criminally doing. That is what's going on. Just keep that in mind. So we'll start off with this. Chanel, uh, Chanel Riom from OWN Video. The rest of the bribe, June 2020, $6,100,000 bills bundled in desks for a, uh, de- uh, on desk, on desk of a Ukraine prosecutor. Listen to this. Play for me. Prosecutor Konstantin Kulik confirms, as of October 2019, the Ukrainian Prosecutor General's Office signed off on a document that listed the Bidens and Devin Archer's Rosemont Seneca company as implicated in the $36 million Burisma case. This document simply ceased to exist, along with the $44 million in additional bribe money reportedly waved about back in 2019. That's why I say again, that's why Ukraine must burn. That's why there must be a war in Ukraine. This document has disappeared off planet Earth. It's gone. But of course, there's copies of it where you have a Ukraine, the Ukraine prosecutor has a has a written, basically a written affidavit, sworn affidavit, alleging bribery directly to Joe and Hunter Biden, not just Hunter Biden, but Joe Biden also. And of course, it's disappeared off planet Earth. It's disappeared, but we have many copies of it, so we actually do have a record of it. Here's another, this, this to put this out to you, Devin Archer transcript, Ukraine prosecutor. Jordan, the, Jim Jordan, the request, Jim Jordan asking, the request, uh, the request was help from the United States government to deal with pressure they were under. The request from Burisma, the request from Burisma was help from the United States government. Right there is a crime. And I have to reiterate this to you because I said it on Tuesday. You're going to hear whether it's from Dan Goldman or Adam Schiff or Joe Biden himself or anybody else on the left that Joe Biden received no money. Now, listen, we all know that Joe Biden received millions and millions of dollars because 10% for the big guy and Hunter Biden himself said that he was giving 50% of all of his income to Joe Biden. But none, even if he didn't receive a dime, It is illegal. There's two things that are illegal. It is illegal for Joe Biden to make, to use his political position to make money for a relative, regardless of who it is, wife, son, daughter, illegitimate illegitimate grandson, granddaughter in Arkansas, whoever it may be, it is illegal for him to do that. That is Florida. That is part of federal statutes. It is a crime for him. It doesn't matter whether he ever received a dime. Please keep that in mind. So when you see them, when you see them defend Joe Biden, well, he never, it can't be proven. Of course, we know that Zolchevsky said, the Ukrainian officials said, that we've buried this so far in, in these many, many shell companies that it'll take them 30 years to find this money. First of all, it's not going to take them 30 years. Comer's doing a pretty good job. They're getting to it. I've isolated 17 million so far, maybe up to 50 million. But remember, it, it doesn't matter whether Joe Biden received it. I'm not saying that to cop out, by the way, where I'm, oh, see, we've been proven wrong. No, we know Joe, there's no way that Joe Biden can live the lifestyle that he's led on a senator's pay or on a vice president. He lives at Rehoboth Beach, Beach Mansion. All He lives the life of a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. So it is illegal for him to do that, to use his political position, illegal. Federally, federal statute, it is illegal. It is a crime, not, not civil crime. It is a criminal act. It is a crime. And the other part is he's not allowed to influence pedal. So simply being on a phone call for any reason, just bringing him in. You see Devin Archer, and you know, Tucker was pretty soft on Devin Archer in the, in the parts of the interview that I saw. I mean, it was okay, but it was pretty soft. 
Never really asked to me, for me the poignant question. Maybe there's part two, part three, or something else. I don't know yet. But you saw when, when, when Tucker actually asked Devin Archer, well, sometimes the call would come in, and then sometimes he'd set up the call. Speaking about sometimes Joe would spontaneously just call in to basically a Barisma board meeting with, with Hunter, Devin, and Zolcheski and in Ukraine and, and Barisma officials, and Joe would just call in. That is illegal, just so everybody knows. It's illegal for him to influence pedal at all, to make money for his relatives or influence pedal. It is against the law, period. So everybody understands that. The request was help from the United States government. Burisma, a private company, a private oil and gas company in Ukraine is asking for help from the United States government through Hunter Biden. So how would Hunter Biden be a representative of the United States government, except if he was a representative of his father who says that he's never discussed his overseas business dealings with his son? United States government to deal with the, with, with the pressure they were under from the prosecutor. Remember Dan Goldman said that Burisma want, wanted to fight, get, get, get how nonsensical Dan Goldman is, congressman out of New York. Dan Goldman says, that Burisma was receiving advantages from Victor Shokin and wanted him fired simultaneously. I mean, think about how nonsensical that is. Victor Shokin had already confiscated all of Zolcheski's, who's the CEO of Burisma, all of his private property had been, like forfeiture in the United States, had been confiscated in Kiev already. And Alet Dan Goldman says that, that Shokin was somehow for Burisma? Absolute bullface lies. Just meant to bring confusion. With pressure they were under, and of course contradicted by other, other uh, testimony. With pressure they were under from the prosecutor, Victor Shokin. And that entailed freezing the assets. Here it is. So how's this an advantage, Dan Goldman, for Burisma? Of freezing the assets of Burisma at the London Bank and other things that were going on in Ukraine. It, Archer said, that is correct. So Burisma was hiring Hunter Biden to influence the United States government. That's treason or bribery. You can pick either one. These are, this is serious crap. They get into classified documents where you have the Presidential Record Act. You have Donald Trump's being prosecuted for classif- about, this, about this thick 120 pages of classified documents. And we're dealing with open bribery. Open. This is open bribery because three days after they enlisted the help of Joe Biden. Remember the first sentence here. I know that I'm, I'm going really deep into this stuff. I know it, but I just can't help it. If it's boring to you, I don't apologize. This is what I have to do. But look at the first sentence. They were, they, Burisma was under pressure from the prosecutor and wanted help from the United States government. Hunter Biden contracted his father who flew over three days later into Ukraine and used a quid pro quo bribe or extortion to to extort Poroshenko, right, Aaron? Yeah. Poroshenko, prime minister of Ukraine, to fire Viktor Shokin. We have the phone call where Poroshenko's on the phone with Biden saying, even though we couldn't find one ounce of criminality in the man, right. one thing that he did wrong, no corruption, we fired him anyway. This is open bribery or treason, but this is it. There is nothing else to look at here. 
That that is there's much more. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's much more to look at, but this in and of itself is impeachment in prison for Hunter, Joe, and anybody else involved, including De- including Devin Archer. So Devin Archer says true. He's there. He's on the board of Barisma. Devin Archer, Hunter Biden, and the campaign intel chief for Mitt Romney were all on the board of Barisma, which is why Mitt Romney wants Ukraine to burn. They want all these right. That's why. That's why Volodymyr Zelensky can say anytime, "Hey, I need another four hundred mil. Need another six hundred mil. Need another two billion. We're already." A hundred billion in, slated for another hundred billion. He can he can do it anytime he wants because he has all these records, the seventeen audio recordings of Hunter and Joe, where you have Poroshenko, his underling Onashenko, tried to turn them into Andrew Wiseman that are sitting with the FBI right now on the under the FD ten twenty three form, where Joe is being openly bribed by Zolchevsky from Burisma. This is folks. This is huge. And we're talking about Donald Trump who can't commit crimes with classified documents under the Presidential Records Act. And not to mention Joe Biden with 1,800 boxes of classified documents going back 50 years. Not one of those documents was he allowed to have. And where, where's, the, where's the latest on that prosecution, I'm wondering? <laughs> Jim Jordan retorts, what did Hunter Biden do after he was given the request? Listen, I did not hear this phone call, but he called, but he dash dash he called his dad hey daddy just like he was on the phone with cefc with china bribing them for five million dollars i'm sitting here with my daddy i need my five million dollars and if you don't give me my five million dollars never underestimate my ability to take vengeance along with the vengeance of my daddy now i want to reiterate this to you this is what, now I'm mixing in all these things. I know it's a big, giant conglomeration of all these different things. I know that. But I want to remind you of something. This is what Donald Trump said on 1-6. So now we're going from Biden, the Biden crime family, to Donald Trump, who's completely and totally in it. Listen, he's completely and totally innocent of all these charges, every last one of them. They're all bogus. They are all, pun intended, trumped up. They are, they don't, they they absolutely make no sense. If you're somebody who's ever written a probable cause affidavit, and I've written hundreds of them as a cop for 25 years, I know 1992, 2017, I know what it entails. Okay. I'm not, believe me, I was just a street level guy. Never, I mean, never did anything on this level, but this stuff, crimes are crimes. You either have prima facie evidence, you have probable cause, or you don't. Or, there, or, or certain, certain things they charge Trump with aren't even crimes, which I'll get into in a minute. But all this stuff that now they're charging Trump with is simply to cover for the things that I just discussed and I've discussed over the last three or four podcasts, the numerous crimes of the Biden crime family and the Obama crime family and the Clinton crime family because Donald Trump cannot be president for them. If Donald Trump becomes president, he just put out a true social tweet, message, whatever you call it, post, where he said, when we're in charge, he's taking vengeance. That's, I mean, I, I'm, that's not the quote, but it basically, he basically said, wait till it's our turn, is what he said, something along those lines. So they can't have him, because here's the thing, nobody in the FBI, I mean, they do, but they can't destroy too much evidence, because there's evidence of destroying evidence. Right. 
You know, you can, you can, you can make something. You know, you got the Secret Service who blows up the bag of cocaine in the White House. It, I mean, they put some. Oh, they put an M80 in it and blow it up. That's what they did. But they did. They blew it up. Why would you ever? And again, just from police experience, I know I talked about this on Tuesday. I won't linger on this, but why, why would you ever blow up a bag, a plastic bag of cocaine? There's fingerprints all over it. It's already been tested. It's not a biological threat. They, they're right on the audio of basically their what's what is a White House 911 call. On the audio, you have the security official saying, "We just tested it. It's cocaine." So why would you ever blow it up? So those sort of things they can get away with, but they can't get away with too much because there's evidence of the destruction of evidence. There's there's a paper trail. There's emails. There's underlings. There's texts. People that are not status that are not deep state hacks that will end up like Shapley and Ziegler from the IRS that will end up testifying against you at some point. So Donald Trump can never be president because they need four, eight more years of destroying evidence. Yeah. And for statute of limitations to run out on some of the crimes that they committed. Exactly. So that's why you're seeing it. So of course it all starts with the election in November of 2020. And a lot of it has to do with one six. So I want to remind you of all the stuff that Jack Smith just charged him with, the four crimes that Jack Smith just charged him with. I have a list here. Here they are. Trump was hit with four counts in Jack Smith's January 6th case. Conspiracy to defraud the United States. Wow. How, how's he defrauding anybody? Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Obstruction of and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. And conspiracy against rights. Now, I want to remind you of something with this, and you'll hear it in a minute from Jesse Waters. But all of these charges, do you know where these come from? I hope I get the year right because you'll hear it on the video in a second. These charges come from 1866. They were used to prosecute the Ku Klux Klan. That's what these haven't been used basically since then. That's what Jack Smith is doing. All right, so it all, they, they like to use 1-6, right? And this is what this all is having to do with 1-6. And of course, whenever you see the word obstruction, Whenever they're charging somebody, what I'm talking about right now is the Gestapo for the Democratic Party, the DOJ and the FBI, Special Counsel Jack Smith, the Gestapo, Goebbels, Gestapo for the Democratic Party, Anthony Fauci, Mengele for the Democratic Party. Whenever you see the word obstruction, that means that they've made up a crime like collusion. They started an investigation Somehow you stumble like you told them it was a Tuesday when it's actually a Wednesday and they say that you lied to them and charge you with obstruction. That's what they do. They, they, they accuse you and charge you with obstructing an investigation into a crime that doesn't exist. And because it doesn't exist, it never could have occurred. Yeah. That's the FBI. That's all that they are. There is no redeeming quality of the FBI. Zero. Understand it. Zero. You'll see occasionally a case come out. They found some kids that were being sex trafficked. Those are throwdown cases. If they really wanted to stop child trafficking, they'd be sitting at the border right now where we've had somewhere between 85 and 300,000 kids missing since Joe Biden has taken office. That's an absolute fact, by the way. 85,000 confirmed, but Border Patrol statistics are always one to five times more than that. Always, according to CBP themselves. So the FBI is an absolute shill 
and Gestapo and stormtroopers for the Democratic Party. I say it publicly, unashamedly, and that, I mean, without any question. And I could spend three hours on it, and that's the problem with me with the FBI, because it's, it, it, you talk about a burr in your saddle, a thorn in your flesh. It would be the FBI for me to see corrupt cops. I can't stand corrupt, lying, disgusting, political hack cops. Can't stand them. And by the way, let me just reiterate this to you, and you can put this out there to your local congressmen, sheriff's offices, your state congress, state senators, everybody. And, and you know, in the ones, you know, the, the D.C. senators, you know, your, that when you say state, I mean state, the ones that are your state senators, state congressmen, state officials, but also your national representatives. The FBI does not have to be present in your state. They don't. We don't have, there's an office in Tampa with the FBI, there's an office in Sarasota the FBI. We don't have to have them here. There's nothing that says that we have to have the FBI here. Capitol Police are trying to open up police stations all around the country. Why would that be? To, to protect political officials in D.C.? No, it's just to open up these false obstruction cases. That they're going to, they use 1-6 to make every single one of us criminals. That's the point of it. You're like, Tom, that could never happen because I will never commit a crime. Donald Trump hasn't committed a crime. His house has been raided. This is now four, four new counts from the previous nine counts. And how many counts will come out of Georgia? How many counts out of Alvin Bragg? There's no crime that he's committed. It doesn't matter. And I, and I know I've talked to you about this before. But just in case anybody missed it, just remember something. It doesn't matter whether you've committed a crime or not. It matters who's alleging that you committed a crime. Yep. If they sit there and they write on a probable cause affidavit, Tom Lipley committed a theft. He stole a, a, a motorcycle. And I tell them, that wasn't me. Here's video footage of me in another area with 27 witnesses telling you that on the, and then you have video footage of the bike being stolen by a masked man. And I show the FBI video footage of me with 27 witnesses saying, there's me on the night, the exact same moment that your video is. Let's just say 5 o'clock on a Saturday. And here's mine at 5 o'clock on the same Saturday. I am in another part of the country. Another part of the country with 27 witnesses with sworn witness statements. All that has to happen is an FBI official go, Tom Lipley stole the bike, stole the motorcycle on a probable cause affidavit where he swears to it. You're like, well, that would never hold up because it'd be thrown out. Really? If you bring it to DC, is it going to be thrown out when they watch my podcast? <laughs> no. You bring that to a DC trial, which by the way, that's where Trump had to go today to be arrested was DC. First time in my lifetime, a president has ever been arrested. He's been arrested numerous times now. At least I think it's up to at least two or three times now. Twice I know of for sure. It, all that has to happen is they write it on an affidavit. So you're like, no, but you were told it doesn't matter. I want you, I mean, everybody needs to, listen, listen, I, I've learned this the hard way. Insurance companies don't pay. My whole life I thought they'd pay. I'm suing them right now. They owe me $4 million for this church. They've given me one. In my house, I was supposed to have 268000 They've given me 109 They don't pay. That's real life. You're going to have to understand something. This is real life. They can charge you with crimes that there is plenty of exculpatory evidence that shows that you did not commit the crime. All they have to have is a dirty prosecutor put it on an affidavit. You're like, yeah, but then they would show all this evidence 
at the trial and it would exonerate me. Really? Didn't work for Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon was arrested for obstruction of Congress because he didn't adhere to a subpoena from a committee that wasn't allowed to issue subpoenas. Yeah. Was found guilty and it will be sentenced later this year. Why? Because it's all in D.C. So they put you down. They say Tom Lightley stole the motorcycle. So you're like, well, it'll all exonerate. You'll be able to show that video evidence. Yeah, I'll show the video evidence to the uh, judge who's a Obama appointee, to the grand jury who are all Biden supporters, and then they'll show me as an insurrectionist on my podcast, right? Because they'll accuse me of being an insurrectionist even though I've never done anything <laughs> seditious or insurrectionist in any way, shape, or form. Right. Doesn't matter. So they'll show, the grand jury will then indict me with no evidence, just like they just did with Donald Trump. That's why Jackie Smith, who's just a little punk, who's never won a fight in his life, who's been picked on his whole life, and now is just taking vengeance on the world for all of his sadness and oppression. So they just, you, you're like, all that evidence will come out and exonerate me. It won't. It'll exonerate you to who? The grand jury that's all Biden supporters. So they indict you, and then you're like, okay, well, then I'll, then I'll go have a regular jury. Yeah, of all Biden supporters again with an Obama judge. Well, then I'll, then I'll appeal it, yeah, to the next Obama judge. Then I'll appeal it to the next Obama judge, which will be the D.C. Supreme Court, essence of the D.C. Supreme Court. And you think they'll ever take your case or mine to the actual SCOTUS? Don't think so. So I want to remind everybody this is what Donald Trump did. This is all that he did on 1-6. This is it. This is the only definitive statement that he made about 1-6. Play for me, Will. That everyone here marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. That everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard kind of screwed up the video so i had them play it play it twice for you that's all that he did and then several hours later he told people to not touch the cops we love the people in blue what did he do what did he do to receive these four indictments i had to keep this out what did he do how, how did he commit conspiracy to defraud the united states conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding and conspiracy against rights how where, 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 where did he do it? There isn't any. There's no evidence. Nothing. Again, this, it's, it's the exact scenario that I just put out in reference to me stealing a motorcycle. There's no evidence. It just has to be presented to the right prosecutor, which is Jack Smith, to the right grand jury, which is all Biden supporters, to the right judge, and I'll, we'll talk about her at length in a minute, who's a ardent Biden supporter and an Obama appointee, who is the most vicious 1-6 judge there is. That's who's hearing this. So you think you'll ever get a fair trial in D.C.? Absolutely not. Our Andrew Clark tweet. Just wanted to reiterate this to you one last time. This, this timeline is actually incredible. I mean, come on. Hunter, Hunter admits laptop. Admits that the laptop is his. Trump indictment. Trump gets indicted. 6-8. FBI doc alleges Biden bribe. 6-9, Trump indicted. 7-26, Hunter plea deal collapses. 7-27, uh, Trump indicted. 7-31, Devin Archer testifies. 8-1, Trump indicted. I mean, let's look at this. Look at it. Hunter, 
317, Hunter admits laptop assist. 318, Trump indicted. 68, FBI doc alleges Biden bribe. 69, Trump indicted. 726, Hunter plea deal collapses. 727, Trump indicted. 731, Devin Archer testifies. 81, Trump indicted. I mean, come on. I mean, and this, the reason why I show you all of this is A, if you're a Christian, you need to be, you need to be praying. That Jack Smith, you can put the, actually take a pencil out, a pen or pencil out, or type it in your computer, whatever it is that you do. I'm a writer. I write everything down. Write down the names and pray them out of office. Pray that they be exposed for who they are. You're like, that's impossible because the media will not report. It doesn't matter. God can do anything. With men, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Mark 10, 27. So you just put them on a list. Put them, you know, Jack Smith, Merrick Garland, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, the new dip squat that's in charge of the NIAID. Hopefully I get to her later. Hopefully I end up spending all night on this criminal justice stuff because it drives me nuts. Drives me nuts that people just make up charges out of thin air and then charge you for obstructing their investigation into a crime that doesn't exist. All right, Jesse Waters, here's a great summation of the Trump charges. Play for me. Biden's Justice Department has just brought criminal charges against Donald Trump, his political opponent, for the third time in four months. This time, the charges relate to January 6th. Good evening. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. That was Special Counsel Jack Smith, who looked like a bedraggled nervous wreck, dripping with anger and highly emotional. The last time Jack Smith charged a politician, the case was so weak it got tossed out of the Supreme Court unanimously. Biden's Justice Department is using obscure federal statutes to put a former president in prison for the rest of his life. These charges aren't bribery, not assault, not tax evasion, not sex trafficking. They're charging Trump under the act of 1866. It was used against the Klan, and now they're using it against Trump. Here are the specific charges. Count one, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Count two, Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Count three, conspiracy or attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. And count four, conspiracy against rights. Okay, now here's how they're saying Trump broke the law. They're saying Trump lied that the election was fraudulent when he really knew the election was clean and that these lies made it hard for the government to certify the election. Now, first... They said Trump called a bunch of state legislators in Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, and tried to get them to investigate election fraud, hold hearings. Okay? Then the government says Trump tried to get some states to send in Trump electors instead of Biden electors. And only a tiny handful of states did that. They mailed in some Trump electors to the archivist and to the Senate, and then the Senate threw them in the garbage and ratified the Biden electors. That was it. Then they're saying Trump broke the law when he asked Pence to do the right thing, to not certify and kick it back to the states. 
That was a different legal interpretation than many people had at the time, but it was a difference of opinion. And it didn't matter because Pence didn't do it. And then they're saying the January 6th protesters, because of Trump's lies, slowed down the certification for a couple hours. That's it. Those are the charges. One. So let's go over this now. So here's what they, again, you know that I've already read the four charges to you, but here they are. That he asked to have hearings in states. Horrible. Okay, uh, is that the conspiracy to defraud the United States that he asked to have? He didn't, he didn't demand, he didn't send in troops as he was still president now. This happened on 1-6. He was president, obviously, from, no. I can't remember whether it was November 4th, November 9th, whatever the day of the election was, early November. He was still president for another almost three months afterwards. Didn't go in and send in troops anywhere. Didn't do anything by force. He called... Remember the six, the seven cities in the six states where all the corruption occurred, where they shut down the vote counting in the middle of the night. He didn't send in troops, didn't send in, of course, the FBI, whatever, didn't do any of that. He made phone calls and asked them to have hearings. He's being criminally charged for that. It's amazing. Will was actually talking about this in between. Don't these Democrats see that they do this all the time and that now they will now be criminally charged for this? They'll now be criminally charged for this. This is now criminalized speech where you can't make a phone call and request a hearing because it's an insurrection to do so. The other part is that he requested that electors put him down instead of Joe Biden, which is not illegal, which I'll show you in a minute, at all. They just, a couple, a very few did. They were put down uh Donald Trump, they were chucked, chucked aside by the Senate and they certified the election anyway. And then they're charging him for making the request to Mike Pence. Did he order Mike Pence? Nope. nope. He requested that Mike Pence not certify the election and send it back to the states for, to go to their legislation. Now, why would he send it back to their legislators? Because all of these states had fraudulent elections. The, set, the six states and the seven states, see if I can remember them all, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada. They all had their COVID rules where you couldn't go vote in person. So they, all, they had mass mail-ins, no signature verifications, and this was all done unilaterally by the Supreme Courts in those states, which is constitutionally illegal. So Donald Trump was simply asking Pence to do what's constitutionally correct. Now that is up, that's up to different interpretation but it certainly isn't criminal to make the request. No. No order request. And by the way, where you have Democrats say that Pence doesn't have the power to do it, why did, it, why did the Democrats then change the law in 2022? Yeah. To make it perfectly clear that Pence didn't have the power. If they didn't think Pence had the power, then why did they change the law in 2022, making it very clear that he doesn't have the power? Yep. And then, of course, they charged, they charged Donald Trump with an attempt to obstruct official proceedings because of 1-6. What did he do on 1-6 except to say peacefully and patriotically protest? That's all that he did. He delayed it by two and a half hours if he did anything. He didn't do it. That's how long the insurrection was, was two and a half hours. That's how long they delayed the certification of the election. No guns, bunch of MAGA moms, bunch of MAGA dads, 
And was there some violence? Yes, but we don't know who committed the violence because the FBI won't, won't answer any questions about their surrogates that they had in the 1-6 crowd. So we don't even know who was instigating the violence. So I want to cover this one point because you're going to hear them talk about, I can't remember whether it's Chink, uh, Chink Yeager, whatever his name is, Chank Yeager, what is it there? Oh, Ch- uh, Chank Weger. Chank, Chank uh, Weger from Young Turks. Yeah. Talking about, oh, I don't really have any problem with anything except the electors. Whatever. It was either him or some other libtard moron podcaster. Talking about, I don't have any problems except for him corruptly asking for the electors to put down Donald Trump instead of Joe, instead of Joe Biden. Well, I wonder if that's ever happened before. And let me, let me just say this too. While I got Jack, Jack Smith's face right here. People, I mean, he may be like, you shouldn't judge according to appearance. I, I, you know what? People like, look like this should not be making decisions about whether people spend the rest of their life in prison or not. That guy right there who looks like this, who obviously has mental problems. And I want, I want you to understand the, the galactic levels of ineptitude that it takes to have a case thrown out unanimously in the Supreme Court. It's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, usually it goes right down party lines. Whether people like to believe that our criminal justice system is partisan or not, it's very partisan. But it usually goes right down party lines, five, four, six, three, whatever it may be. For you to actually have Elena Kagan, Sotomayor, and now Katanji Brown Jackson, whoever, that would make, it wasn't with her in there, it was, it was uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. For you to have the Supreme Court throw out your case unanimously, you have reached galactic levels of ineptitude. That's how horrible you are at your job. And this is the guy in charge of putting Donald Trump in prison for the rest of his life with a noticeable act to grind. So back to the electors. So people never asked for the electors to be changed? Really? And now it's a crime too? So I want you to write down, we'll start off with Martin Sheen because we're going to watch this video and let's see who has asked for electors to be changed. Shall we? Play for me. Republican members of the Electoral College, this message is for you. As you know, our founding fathers built the Electoral College to safeguard the American people from the dangers of a demagogue and to ensure that the presidency only goes to someone who is to an eminent degree endowed with the requisite qualifications. An eminent degree. Someone who is highly qualified for the job. The Electoral College was created specifically to prevent an unfit candidate from becoming president. There are 538 members of the Electoral College. You and just 36 other conscientious Republican electors can make a difference by voting your conscience on December 19th and thereby shaping the future of our nation. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. As you know, the Constitution gives electors the right to vote for any eligible person. Any eligible person, no matter which party they belong to. But it should certainly be someone you consider especially competent. Especially competent to serve as President of the United States of America. By voting your conscience, you and other brave Republican electors can give the House of Representatives the option to select a qualified candidate for the presidency. I stand with you. I stand with you. I stand with you. 
I stand with you in support and solidarity with conservatives, independents, and liberals. And all citizens of the United States. The American people trust that your voice speaks for us all. And that you, you will make yourself heard through the constitutional responsibility granted to you by Alexander Hamilton himself. What is evident is that Donald Trump lacks more than the qualifications to be president. He lacks the necessary stability. And clearly the respect for the constitution of our great nation. You have the position, the authority, and the opportunity to go down in the books as an American hero who changed the course of history. And you have my respect. You have my respect. You have my respect. For your patriotism and service to the American people. Unite for America. All right, so let me just say, you know, that most of those people, I didn't know who they were, but the ones that I did know, Martin Sheen must be arrested immediately. Deborah Messing must be arrested immediately. Mike Farrell, B.J. Honeycutt, and Hot Lips Houlihan, Loretta Swit, <laughs> they all must be arrested immediately because they are asking, they violated Jack Smith's laws. They, listen, and all of this is well within the statute of limitations for these federal crimes, these federal felonies, because they were asking for electors to be changed the exact same thing Donald Trump did. So I'm assuming that part of this Jack Smith indictment will be uh, Martin Sheen, Deborah Messing, Mike Farrell, Loretta Swit, and the rest of the idiots on that video. Those are all crimes. And by the way, numerous, numerous Democratic politicians have asked for the same thing and attempted the same thing. So I'm assuming they're all going to be arrested. Like a, basically a one-six a one one roundup, I'm assuming. Right? Absolutely not. And what's, what's truly amazing about these people is they have absolute, they, they talk about the Constitution. So they want to violate the Constitution to uphold the Constitution. They want to violate democracy. They want to use censorship, banning, making up laws, Banana Republic, DOJ to uphold the democracy? This is like you want to censor speech to keep the democracy safe? That's who these people are. You're like, Tom, that's absolutely nonsensical. That's who these people are. That's who's running the DOJ, Lisa Monaco and Merrick Garland. Nonsensical totalitarians. All right, next one, Paul Sperry's uh, tweet. Let's not forget special counsel Jack Smith married to a Dem activist. What a shock. So should somebody who is a Dem activist married to a Dem activist be prosecuting a Republican and Jack Smith is actually covering up for his own malfeasance inside of the DOJ because he was in charge of DOJ ethics or was part of the DOJ ethics division during the collusion hoax, knowing all those people were lying under oath and did nothing about it. So he's covering up for his own malfeasance. He's covering up for his boss's malfeasance via prosecution. He's married to Dem activist uh, Kate, how, what do you think, Aaron, Shavigny? Shavini. Shavini, yeah. who's given $2,000 to Biden, producing, produced a fawning documentary of Michelle Obama, taking money from Soros groups. Mother Belle Shavini was a George Soros Senior <laughs> Justice Fellow Open Society Foundation. Oh, my gosh. They're all together. This is all the globalists. They're all globalists. Jack Smith one year ago, was a globalist prosecutor at The Hague in Switzerland. That's who he is. All right, Sebastian Gorka tweet. Now let's look at the judge who's in charge of the Trump case. Play for me. 
Are you ready to hear the most incredible part of what happened today? The real story behind the new indictments against President Trump, the effective leader of the opposition, the man most in a position to unseat the current incumbent in the White House, the federal judge before whom this case will be heard, Tanya Chutkan, worked for the company Boise Schiller for 12 years. The same company where Hunter Biden worked as a lawyer and where she represented none other than Elizabeth Holmes, the fraud blood test Theranos CEO. Yeah, the same Judge Chutkan is the most vicious January 6th judge who in many cases has gone beyond the federal requested punishment for those who dared to trespass on that day or walk between the velvet ropes. Why is this really happening? You know why. Because yesterday, Devin Archer, the convicted felon, Hunter Biden's business partner, testified behind closed doors that Joe Biden was the, quote, brand they were selling to Russians, Ukrainians, the Chinese government, and Romanian businessmen. So Judge uh, Shutkin, something like that, Shutkin, something along those lines, it's, it's C-H-U-T-K-I-N. She worked for the law firm representing Hunter Biden. See what I mean? They all know each other. They're all in this together. And this is going to be the impartial judge. It needs to be an immediate change of venue, and she needs to recuse herself immediately. You're not allowed to do that. Believe, listen, I'm telling you, I've, I've testified before in court. I'm telling you, you can't, you, you are not allowed to be on the jury if you know the defendant. Yeah. She knows the defendant. She was working for the law firm that worked for Hunter Biden, that represented Hunter Biden. She can't be involved in this case, Period. They need to just change this, you know, change the venue to Boise, Idaho, somewhere. Whatever it is, whatever you got to do. All right, Liz Harrington video. Hey, Deep State, be careful what you wish for. This is one of Trump's new attorneys. John Lauro is his name. This guy is sharp. Play it for me. Thing I will say though, in 2020, the Mr. Trump's campaign had a few weeks to gear up and present evidence, and it was very difficult. We now have the ability in this case to issue our own subpoenas, and we will relitigate every single issue in the 2020 election in the context of this litigation. It, it, it gives President Trump an opportunity that he has never had before, which is to have subpoena power since January 6th in a way yeah. that can be exercised in federal but court. What you're talking about? Yeah, and they've opened up a can of worms here, Jack Smith's four-count indictment, because this is all about 1-6. So now that you're going to accuse him of making false allegations. By the way, Donald Trump is allowed to go out and say the election was corrupt, even if he knew it wasn't corrupt. Yep. You're allowed to do it. Free Listen, it's like I tell you, Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, uh, Galatians 5, 19 through 21, whatever, uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10. If you're a liar, you'll go to hell for it, but it's not against the law to lie. It's only against the law to lie in very specific situations. It's not against the law to go out and say the election's corrupt. Even if you knew it wasn't, which he knew, which he believed obviously that it was, which it was corrupt. 
I mean, look, I mean, again, you have to be a galactic idiot to sit here and watch the videos of just using it, using Atlanta as an example of that Miss Ruby. Put in the same stack of ballots into the same machine four times. Aaron and I sat there and watched it. Yeah. Why has she not been criminally charged? That's a corrupt election. That in and of itself is a corrupt election. The part of the six cities, six, uh, the seven cities in the six states, Atlanta being one of them. So what's great about this, though, is according to John Loro, they can now, if you're going to say Trump made a fal- false allegations that somehow instigated one six, so I'm, I'm just curious because I'm assuming that Bernie Sanders is going to be arrested any time now because he made the allegations that the Republicans were coming after your Medicare and were going to kill people yep. because of the people not being able to get proper medi- Medicare, me- you know, medical services. And then you had the Scalise shooting. Yeah. So he instigated that, right? So I guess he's he's complicit or he is um, you know, criminally liable for that man's shooting because anything that you say and then someone takes it to another degree, you're responsible for it, yes, right? According, according to Jack Smith. So uh, we, we're, we're going to need to go back and relitigate a lot of things because you had Hillary Clinton and numerous others. You got Jimmy Carter, you saw it on the pregame, and I'm going to show you more in a second all saying that the 2016 election was corrupt, and then D.C. burned. Yeah. There was more damage done there after they falsely accused Trump of being fraudulently elected by Russians. There was way more damage done to D.C. than on 1-6. And it's all their fault, according to Jack Smith. Whenever you say something that causes, it doesn't even cause, but elicits somebody to do something stupid, you're responsible for it, allegedly, yeah. right? I mean, that's the new rules. Yeah. So now we can go back because, listen, none of these statutes of limitations have run out for these felonies. These are lifelong felonies. So you know what? We got 30, 40 years of, of, of statute of limitations here. So we need to go back and prosecute all these people. But good news on this is since they're going to open up this can of worms, the reason why Donald Trump has an advantage that you and I don't have is that he's not going to run out of money. So they depend on it being like a General Flynn, Mike Flynn, who, although he's done very well in his life, you know, retired lieutenant general from the military, still, and then a high-ranking government official, still is not a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. He lives right in this area where I'm sitting right now. Great man. But they depend on bankrupting people like that who finally then have to make a deal because they just elongate things over and over, extend things over and over again, and cause you to be bankrupt via legal fees. Yep. They can get, do whatever they want for however long they want because you and I are paying all the bills for the DOJ. Donald Trump doesn't have that problem. He's a multi-billionaire, and he receives hundreds of millions of dollars worth of donations. So he, it's never going to stop him. And by the way, I'll donate. He's a righteous person when it comes to these criminal things. I'm not, I'm not testifying to all of his character or anything else. I'm voting for Trump. I'm just telling you. He's innocent of all these charges because these charges don't exist. You can't charge somebody with the beating of a police officer because you said an election was fraudulent because somebody took it to the nth degree and anybody who beat a police officer, whether they were an FBI agent or FBI informant, a Metro DC Metro informant, I got the videos. I'm probably not going to get to it again in my one six dossier that I've got put together here. I've got an expose on it. It's really excellent. 
But there was undercover Metro, Metro, uh, DC Metro cops there instigating violence. The FBI will not admit whether they had anybody in the, in the crowd instigating felonious acts or anything. They won't do any of it. So, but anybody who beat up on a cop deserves to go to, go, you know, to, to suffer the proper uh, criminal consequences of those things. But a lot of these people are still languishing in the D.C. gulag for trespassing. Yep. After Ray Epps took down the gates and he's out scot-free in his RV with his wife suing Donald Trump. But the great thing is, is this all now can be openly litigated. It's great. You want it all challenged? You know, this can go on for years. Great. We'll bring in all the people that had everything to do with the elections in the six states and the seven cities. We can bring them all in from Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada, everybody. Bring them up Michigan. Bring them all in. That's great. Bring Ruby in. Explain to us on this video, Miss Ruby, why does you put the same stack of ballots in to the same machine four times? Explain that to us, please. That exonerates Donald Trump on saying it wasn't a fraud that it was a fraudulent election. So good, we'll relitigate the whole thing. Where am I at it, Will? Alex? Yep. All right. Alex video. The Biden DOJ wants to criminalize political speech. Here's that same Trump attorney. Play it for me. The president was told, given advice, that under these circumstances, the state legislatures have the ultimate ability to qualify electors. He followed that advice. Now, you may disagree as to whether or not those things actually occurred or not. That's why we have political debate. We don't have criminal trials over that. We have the discussion but like we're just having. it matters if those things actually occurred or not, John. Not under the First but Amendment. it matters if those things no. actually occurred because... Not, not at all, because it, it, under the First Amendment... It was actually fraud. No, no, the First Amendment allows... But John, let me stop you there, because yeah. if, if he's saying that there was fraud, the First Amendment doesn't allow the President of the United States to go and claim there was fraud when he was told there was not fraud and then try to subvert the election by overturning legitimate electors. The I mean, First it says Amendment it right here in the speech. actual indictment. Absolutely, the First Amendment protects so, all so it prote If we're going to have a, a situation where the Department of Justice is going to fact-check politicians and indict politicians for political speech and whether or not they're factually accurate, then this country will shut down politically because it's a never-ending cycle of tit-for-tat. And that's the risk of injecting politics into the criminal justice system. So right now, people disagree with President Trump. What's going to happen four years from now if somebody disagrees with President Biden? I can't remember who that dip squat quote-unquote journalist is can't remember her name but anyway she goes a president can't say this can't say that it's a fraudulent why why can't he say it if someone wants to sue him for defamation go right ahead but you're allowed to say whatever you want to say you can you can be a racist if you want to. You will suffer the societal consequences of the stupid Caitlin Collins, of the stupidity of being a racist. If you Listen, it's stupid to be a racist. And the people that are using the KKK statutes, because they're, my producer Aaron brought this up, they are the Democrats are using the KKK 1866 statutes against Donald Trump because they're very familiar with them because they were prosecuted for them themselves. Exactly. Because the KKA is the Democratic Party. But when you have Caitlin Collins saying a president can't say this and can't say, why Caitlin? Why can't he say it? Why? So I guess you can't either then, right? No, I, I can't because I'm not the president. What, what does that have to do with anything? So the president is not under the umbrella of the Bill of Rights? Imagine being so galactically stupid or totalitarian or combination therein that you actually think that. That you can't say something.
You can say whatever you want to say. There can be civil consequences, but not criminal consequences. Civil, you can be sued for defamation. But you can say what, imagine, imagine thinking that, that a president can't say that. And you can't say that vaccines aren't safe and effective or you'll be banned. You can't say, you can't. Why, why aren't we all just adults? And we'll find out whether things are true or not. We don't need a disinformation governance board headed up by Caitlin Collins or Nina Jankowitz or anybody else. So you're not allowed to say, remember what Caitlin Collins just said. You are not allowed to say that an election was fraudulent. You can't. Can't do it. Or it's a crime. Caitlin Collins wants you arrested. Merrick Garland wants you arrested, which is way more dangerous. Lisa Monaco, Jack Smith want you arrested if you say if you say that an election is fraudulent, and remember, they'll say, well, there was no violence when Democrats said, yes, there was. D.C. burnt, baby. Burnt to the ground because of it. Way more damage in 2017 than 2020, than 2021. Way more damage. Way more crimes. Way more people injured, I'm assuming. I don't know that because there weren't many injured at 1-6. Matter of fact, there, were nobody, there was nobody who was actually on the other side of the protest that was seriously injured, not a one. Only person, only person killed was Babbitt. That's it. We, I mean, the only person shot and killed was Babbitt. We had other people killed too. At least one other person beaten to death by, by police. All right, so bring back to the point. If you're going to criminalize speech, Especially if you're going to criminalize that you're not allowed to say an election is fraudulent. Not allowed to say it. Because if you say it, it destroys democracy. So you're going to ban speech to preserve democracy? You're going to to ban the accusation of a fraudulent election to ensure the credibility of elections? Think how stupid these people are. And they're really, they're stupid. Yes, never underestimate the stupidity of the left. The globalist left or the U.S. left doesn't matter. Never underestimate because these are stupid people. They're not smart. Everybody talks about how tactical they are. They aren't smart. They're not tactical. They just lie and lie and lie and lie and then say that their lies uh, have, have been proven true by other people who are lying about their lies. That's all they do. And then they constantly claim this has been debunked, that nothing's ever been debunked. So if you're going to criminalize speech, let's write, we'll do another list. I'm going to write down as many as I can get here. Most of you have seen this video. This is the 24-minute video. I'm going to show you two minutes of it, but 24 straight minutes. Keep in mind, and, and write down who actually put this video out. RNC Research posted. I'm not sure who made the video. But 24 straight minutes of Democrats denying election results. Play it for me. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice presidential candidate? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. And he was put in the office because the Russians interfered. Russia interfered with our election, attacked our democracy for the sole purpose of artificially placing someone at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. 
they were successful. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president or elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object because people are horrified. He's an illegitimate president. Our election was hijacked. There is no question. Congress has a duty to hashtag protect our democracy and hashtag follow the facts. John Lewis is completely right. There is a cloud of illegitimacy around the election of Donald Trump. The Russians interfered with his election. James Comey and the FBI interfered with his uh, election. The fake news industry interfered with his election. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president who got illegitimate foreign help. Do you believe Trump is a legitimate president? What I believe is that there's no question that the outcome of this election was affected by the Russian interference. Uh, there absolutely is a cloud of illegitimacy. So that legitimacy is in question, yes. So that was a very tainted election, and, and in that sense, it's, it's illegitimate. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he knows he didn't. He knows he's an illegitimate president. There you go. So I wrote a little list down. This goes on for 24 straight minutes. All of these people, according to Jack Smith, are criminals. And anybody who committed any crime in relationship to what they said, they are criminally liable for. So Donald Trump is being held criminally liable for every Yahoo on 1-6. Listen, there were a lot of, we need to be honest with ourselves, there was a lot of Yahoos on 1-6. Now, who they were, we don't know. Were they real tr- people breaking windows and, c- and crashing doors in? Of course, we had Capitol Police opening doors and having people walk through the velvet ropes, too. It's a, basically a giant goat rodeo. But all of these people, according to, and this is what the Democrats don't see, because none of their crimes now are outside the statute of limitations. So all of these people now, when we run the DOJ, Hillary Clinton must be arrested. Kamala Harris must be arrested. These are all 2016 Election deniers saying that the election was fraudulent. They are threats to our democracy. So what we're going to do is use their tactics. We're going to use anti-democracy tactics to preserve our democracy. By charging Hillary Clinton, Kamala Harris, Jimmy Carter, uh, Joe Biden, Hakeem Jeffries, current minority leader, John Lewis has passed away, Gerald Nadler, so he'll be charged, Feinstein will be charged, uh, Jamie Raskin will be charged, Sheila Jackson Lee will be charged, They'll all be charged with one or all four of the, I mean, we can use all four. We'll charge them with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, because they did. Do you heard Sheila Jackson Lee asking to not certify the electors? Yep. Donald Trump was just charged with not certifying electors. So she must be criminal. I mean, it's amazing these people don't see how this dog is going to turn around and bite them, because it is. We will run the DOJ at some point. We will. As Dan Bongino always says, I'm long on the United States. We will. So all of these people, Sheila Jackson Lee, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Ted Lieu, must all be charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against, against rights. There we go. Done. 
They all did it. You won't even find. You won't. You know what's really funny is try to find Republicans doing any of that. Yeah. Right. You won't find any videos of Republicans doing that. So the Democrats do that in every election they ever lose, every single time. All right, where am I at? All right, Laura Ingram video. Trump said nothing and did nothing to trigger any criminal charge on January 6th. Play for me. All right, I read through this so-called January 6th charging document indicting Donald Trump on four counts, two counts of obstruction, two counts of conspiracy. This is a complete embarrassment. At this point, they might as well hang a banner over that main entrance to the Department of Justice building tonight, covering the credo with Biden 2024. Now, if this Democrat special counsel, Jack Smith, was ever a serious lawyer, well, he lost that distinction tonight. He now has the sole distinction of being just another political hack. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. Since the attack on our Capitol, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day. This case is brought consistent with that commitment. <laughs> well, by listening to this guy, you would think that Trump himself was smashing through the glass at the Capitol that day. That was one of the most demagogic presentations I've ever seen in a high-profile criminal case. He, he, anyone who listened that, to that, any normal person reacting to that, would assume that Trump was alleged to have carried out the Capitol riot. This is the criminalization of disinformation. In order to get a conviction, he will have to use material that, in my view, is clearly protected by the First Amendment. Now, this case should never survive a motion to dismiss, a motion for summary judgment. But will Judge Tanya Shutkin, an Obama judge, ever do the right thing? I want to remind you tonight that she worked for Hunter Biden's law firm at one point, Boys and Schiller. We'll have more on that at a later date. But I have my doubts about her. Trump said nothing and did nothing to trigger any criminal charge on January 6th. Any. One. You can't say anything to trigger any tr criminal charge. Saying things is not a criminal charge. It's got nothing to do with it. You cannot say something and, and make it a criminal charge unless you're obstructing an investigation. There is no way to do it, which is not what he's being charged with at all. So here's the thing. So Trump is being charged with saying, remember the video, everybody go and peacefully and patriotically protest. That's all that he ever said. And then he said, don't touch the cops. And I am summarizing, but I'm just saying, that's all that he ever did. And here's somebody Who's not being charged at all? Play for me, Will. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? No! Peacefully. Fed, 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 Tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. Face fed posting? Yeah. <laughs> we need to go into the Capitol. I didn't see that coming. Okay. We are going to the Capitol where our problems are. It's that direction. Please spread the word. All right. No, Dave, but one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in. Are we going to get arrested if we go up here. there? Yeah. You don't need to get can shot. Can you arrest us all?
Trump said not one of those things. Not one. He never said one of the things Ray Epps said. Just that last bit of the video where Ray Epps and his counterpart take down the gate, smash a Capitol Police officer up against the, the railing and the steps. And then Ray Epps, remember it says restricted area. Ray Epps goes charging towards the Capitol. Why has he been arrested? Why has he not been Trump didn't do anything like that. Not one thing. But Ray Epps walks around. He's driving around the country in his RV suing Donald Trump right now for defamation. And for, no, not Donald Trump, he's suing Fox News, or both, I don't know. I know he's suing Fox News. Donald Trump didn't say one of the things Ray Epps ever, he didn't say one thing. This is all Donald Trump said. Play it for me, Will. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard today. So I guess all, you know what, speech now, this, we, we need to, for those of you that say we're not going to use their tax, listen, don't. Don't vote for anybody who refuses to use Democratic Party tactics. I'm not talking about their lying. I'm not talking about their sinfulness. I'm not talking about their immorality. But we need to use their tactics. That's why Joe Biden must be impeached. Mayor Garland must be impeached. Mayorkas must be impeached. Fauci must be prosecuted. Hunter Biden must be prosecuted. Joe Biden must be prosecuted. All these people who called 2016, according to the new rules, if, if Jack Smith is successful must all be prosecuted then. Simple as that. And, and, and even if he's not successful, they all must be indicted. All right, let's change subjects. Let's go to the pervert slide. I only have one, I usually have a pervert section of the show having to do with the transgender uh, agenda. But this is just uh, one, one, actual, one actual video uh, from Elijah Schaefer, e-video. The title is, Is This What We're Allowing at Pride Parades. This video is actually stunning to me. And again, as a cop for 25 years, I can't believe cops reacted this way. Play for me, Will. This is like where we're at, right? When I say, are we too far gone? There was a video that took place of one of these TikTokers at a pride festival. This looks like San Francisco to me, but I might be incorrect. Could be New York. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. But he's asking these New Yorkers or these cops, I mean, if he can show his penis at the pride parade. And I love how they're just like frank about it. This is America in 2023. Officers, am I legally allowed to have my penis out today? Do whatever you want. Okay, so that's not against the law? It's not against the law as long as you're not masturbating and you're not fully erect and it's not for sexual gratification. Okay, cool. Nice. The police clearly didn't care, but what about... Remember, you're a pervert and you're a freak if you take out your penis in the middle of a, of a street, except unless you're at a pride parade because then you're a hero. Not that any of us would be interested, but there's the new rules for you. <laughs> and my producer Aaron found out exactly where it was at. That was actually in Nancy Pelosi's, Adam Schiff's, and Kamala Harris's San Francisco. So according to San Francisco PD, SFPD, you can walk around with your penis out. It's good to know. New, yeah, good <laughs> to know. I mean, not that any of us would ever take him up on that. I'm just saying that these, this is the Democratic Party. So that if anybody is watching, and just so you, that it's a Democrat, just understand that's your party. They not only like to lop penises off, they like to see penises flopping around in public at any time. That's the new rules. Not that we're ever going to go by those rules. But, but you know what? That's the Jason Aldean song. Not in our small town. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. All right, here's another. Just changing subjects here. Wondering why it is. This is a great video from RFK Jr. Why it is that, that Bill Gates and the CCP, which are the two, if you call the CCP a private landowner, because, they're, of course, 
There, there are many NGOs for, the, for non-government organizations that are actually CCP. Why is it that the CCP and Bill Gates own more private farmland than any other entity in the United States of America? Do you wonder why that's happened? Here's the explanation. Play it for me. Hey, everybody. Here I am in um, Sherwood, Connecticut, on Sherwood Island. There's a little woodchuck hall. Shirley Troubadour asked a question about why Gates and China are being allowed to buy up all the farmland in our country. And I'm going to tell you something that I had an experience with. I spent many years, about 20 years, suing the factory farms, the big hog farms, and the big uh, chicken producers like Tyson and Bo Pilgrim and Frank Purdue. But Smithfield Foods was the biggest pork producer. And Smithfield came to the state of, of North Carolina. They built a slaughterhouse that could process 30,000 pigs a day. And then they had a partner named uh, Wendell Murphy, who was in the state Senate. And he passed 28 laws in the North Carolina state Senate making it illegal to sue a factory farm. He left and went into partnership with Smithfield, created a way to raise pigs, instead of raising them on farms, to raise them in warehouses called Murphy 1100s. And they, they dropped the price of pork from 60 cents a pound to two cents a pound. It put out of business all 28,000 independent hog farmers in the state of North Carolina and it replaced them with 2,200 factories, all of them either owned by Smithfield or contracted to Smithfield. The only farmers who could stay in business were farmers who signed that contract with Smithfield to, to mortgage their homes, to put those big hog sheds, the Murphy 1100s, on their property. And then they lose all control. They become serfs on their own land. Uh, Smithfield dictates all their farming practices. It gives them the food, it, tell, it delivers the, the piglets, picks up the, the grown animals, and brings them to slaughter. They put out of business 28,000 farmers, and they control now 80% of the hog production in North, in North Carolina. Because they dropped the price in North Carolina, Iowa had to adopt the same system had to uh, cave in to Smithfield. They ended up taking control of 80% of the hog production in our country. Then they sold themselves to China. So now China owns all that hog production in America and it controls our landscapes. And that's the end of Thomas Jefferson's vision of an American democracy rooted in tens of thousands of independent freeholds each one owned by family farmers, each with a stake in our system of government. And that's why all of this industrial agriculture not only gives us substandard food, but they're also taking control of our landscapes, and that is a huge threat to American democracy. I hope you guys have a good day. If you back to me. So there you go. So here's the thing with this. So let's go over this briefly. So you have a huge farm conglomerate called Smithfield. They have a shill inside of the state Senate in North Carolina named Wendell Murphy. And remember, it's just, just a little bit of a preview. They end up calling their farming operation Murphy 1100s. <laughs> so they have somebody in the Senate named Wendell Murphy. They call their operation Murphy 1100s. That's their mass pork 
inhumane pork, pork production. And we all need to be supporting these private farms. Every year, my wife and I buy a cow from a private farm. We need to all be looking at, well, we'll have to pay more. Who gives a crap? Look what you have to pay for this crappy food now. Exactly. Who cares? We need to find these. We have them right here in Florida. We have some private farms here. We need to, we need to be supporting these people. And we need to be voting for people that don't allow these, these corporate car, uh, conglomerate farming lobbyists to legislate these small farms out of business via permitting and un, uh, just regulation bull crap. The un, m- m- many private farms are run out of business because they can't afford attorneys. But back to this. So you have this conglomerate, Smithfield in North Carolina. They have a state senator, Shill Hoare, named Wendell Murphy, who passes 27 laws, making it illegal to sue farming conglomerates. And then, lo and behold, they named their operation after Wendell. I mean, this is just open bribery. Yeah. Open. Why are these people not in freaking federal prison? Where, where is anybody with some freaking nuts? It's amazing to me. So the, this whole Smithfield system, this Murphy 111 system, I keep calling it 111, Murphy 1100 system, named after the corrupt state senator who enabled this to ever take place, which has now caused China to own 80% of our pork production. So they get, they, get all, they get all that in place. And of course, when you set it up where you reduce prices by as much as you did, now it's just like all the other businesses where, where all of you know, the labor costs are in China, so you can't compete in the United States because the labor costs are far higher here. Right. So while China manipulates their currency and gets rid of the dollar worldwide, you have Democratic politicians and some Republican politicians getting rich by allowing these things to happen. But back to this specifically, Smithfield Foods to be sold to Chinese firm for $4.72 billion. There's the proof. So Smithfield basically puts everybody out of business until they until they're bought up by Smithfield. Exactly. And then Smithfield sells themselves to China, the whores that they are. And now China owns 80% of the pork production in the United States of America. Switching to COVID. It's all part of the one world commerce system. It's all part of the globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. If China owns 80% of pork and then 80% of beef, and they're controlled by the World, Econo- by the world Economic Forum, or they break and they just are controlled by, you know, if they just decide to be autonomous themselves, we're owned by China. Why is China allowed to buy an American business? I mean, well, I'm going to go over and try to buy a Burger King in China. <laughs> I can't. Good luck. I can't. I can't buy nothing in China, but they can buy eighty percent of our pork production. Which again, that's why. Listen, Bill Gates, who loves the CCP, who's given money to the CCP to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, tens of millions of dollars with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Chinese Academy of Sciences, which owns the Wuhan Institute of Virology, gave tens of millions to each entity. Loves them. So the same, basically the same people, because Bill Gates loves the CCP. Bill Gates is buying up hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland. It's not farming on it. 
CCP owns 80% of our pork industry. You everybody know that? 80% of our pork industry is owned by a foreign country. Also that they control it. It's just like they only want the six banks. If there's just one or two entities, then it's very easy to ESG that entity into compliance, into CBDC, into social credit systems, where they can leverage you and I out. It's very, like, if, if they control, if they control, that's why they were, they're confiscating 40% of the farmland and the number two agricultural producer on the planet, the Netherlands, Mark Rutt, World Economic Forum, award winner, acolyte. Because if they can isolate, they can cut the food production in the United States, in, in the United States Netherlands, and worldwide, but let's say 40 or 50%, then they control a much smaller entity. If it's worldwide, you don't know who's producing what. You don't know what bank's doing this and what bank's doing that. Some banks are doing CBDC. Some banks aren't. You can't control it. But if you, just, if you can just get rid of all these other small entities and put them into a few large conglomerates, they're very easy to control. And then they control your access to it, which is what I've been telling you forever. Leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by tyrants like Bill Gates. Aaron just put it up. The banks that they want in America, these are the only banks they want. Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, the ones that are buying off J.P. Morgan Chase, which just spent a hundred and something million dollars to pay off Epstein to Epstein uh, plaintiffs. Yeah. Wells Fargo, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs. That's who they want. They want all of their banks gone and an usher in CBDC currency and social credit systems. So you and I don't have access to banking like they just did to Nigel Farage, like they did to Winchester Rifles. Like they did to the the uh, the freedom convoy in uh, in Canada. All right, switching to COVID. Just so you know, here we are. <clears throat> I don't know. Forty-one months into fifteen days to flatten the curve. Thought it was over, didn't you? Well, here's a news broadcast from yesterday. Chief new chief nerd video. New the Biden administration has created an office of long COVID. Play for me. The Biden administration is taking steps to address an ongoing problem. In the COVID-19 pandemic, our Dr. Frank McGeorge here with a closer look at exactly what they are doing. And it's so sad, but there's so many ramifications after COVID-19. There sure are, Karen and Devin. In fact, it really remains one of the biggest mysteries surrounding COVID-19. Why some people recover easily and others suffer lingering symptoms weeks or even months after they were first infected. It's estimated up to 23 million people in the U.S. are dealing with long COVID. So the White House announced it is establishing a new office within the Department of Health and Human Services to lead the federal government's response moving forward. The agency will also launch clinical trials to help find better ways to treat long COVID. Just a few things on this. Nobody has long COVID. That's an absolute hoax. Just like the Russian bounties, just like collusion, just like safe and effective, just like stopping transmission and infection. There's no such thing as long COVID. What long COVID is, is people getting COVID over and over again. And the only people that are getting COVID over and over again are the fully vaccinated because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome and can't fight off the least virulent variant. Yep. That's why. That's why there's long COVID. And notice how they're in that video. This is, this is August of 2023, and the people in the video are all masked. You think it's over? It's not over. And here's another lie that's been exposed from died, a Died Suddenly video. This is Jimmy Dore talking. The exaggerated deaths. So we live in fear. So that, here it is. Here's the first little leak. Little leaky from the CDC. Believe me, it's more than a third. Play it for me. Again, another conspiracy theory turns out to be 100% true. 
After relentlessly calling it a conspiracy theory, the New York Times and the CDC now admit authorities overcounted COVID deaths and overhyped the pandemic. About a third of official COVID deaths, or hundreds of thousands of deaths, were not due to COVID. So, hey, a positive COVID milestone. <laughs> is, that, is it that you're going to stop lying about COVID deaths? Is that the COVID milestone? <laughs> well, I guess that that's positive. You, you know what? It's also a milestone. So great job, New York Times. <laughs> What's amazing is that the whores, like the, like the New York Times and every other media outlet, don't feel guilty about whoring those stats. It's amazing they don't. They just want a positive COVID milestone. Yeah, positive COVID, COVID milestone exposing your whorish ways, New York Times, as you hoard false codes. I've been saying this, and again, I honestly, it, it, we're five minutes into overtime right now. I could spend 30 minutes easily on a rant about COVID numbers. Oh, yeah. Whether it's the, whether it's the swishing of line one and line two that mysteriously happened when line two of death certificates had the exact same death certificate for 17 freaking years, 2003 to 2020. And in March of 2020, the CDC changed the universal death certificate Change line one and line two. Where COVID, even if it had nothing to do with the person's death, if you swab their dead body after they died and it turned out positive for COVID with their 97% inaccurate PCR test, you put it down as cause of death. And all the doctor had to do was presume that it was COVID. Yep. And it was counted as a COVID death. I've been saying this for the last 41 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. That these that you're talking about somewhere between. 50 to 80,000 Americans died of cold, flu, and COVID. We don't know which one because the flu disappeared. There's a standard high flu season. That's all that it was. They tell you 1.1, 1.2, 1.3 million people died of COVID in the United States. Even people who don't believe in the vax, don't really believe in the COVID narrative, still quote that. And they still say it at a 1% less than 1% death rate. It didn't have a less than 1% death rate. It had a 0.1% death rate. Yeah. That a nine, not, not a 0. 0.9%, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.3, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.1. It had a 0.1% death rate. You believe 1.2 million Americans died of it? Bull crap. And these people are having to leak out this information. So they don't go to federal prison. Rochelle Walensky diving off the, the sinking ship of the Biden administration. She's letting this information. She's no longer out. I don't know if she's still in charge of the CDC or not. She resigned. She's, I think she's still in charge of it. It's leaking out this information, just like she had to do at the congressional hearing, where she had to admit in public for the very first time, we had, when, when she was out there saying, the hospitals are being overrun. They're overrun with the unvaccinated with COVID-19. Remember that? Remember that? And then she just came out and said, that they had no idea who was vaccinated or unvaccinated entering hospitals. So why does she retract her original statement? Come out and say, I'm sorry, I'm a COVID whore. That's who they, listen, you may not like, you're like Tommy, you're a pastor of a church, you shouldn't say it. Listen, whore, it, listen, whores are in the Bible. It's true. They are, they're whores, they're, they're whores, they're prostitutes. Just willing to lie for, for their own little political, for their own little political expediency, for their own self-aggrandizement, for their own self-profit, for their own fame. They're willing to lie. They are a bunch of whores. And we've been saying this, and by the way, it's way more than a third. 
Way more. That's what they. That, now, he, Jimmy Dore, who I like, was just saying that because that's what that was the New York Times story. That's what the New York Times is telling you. So what is it really? All right, let's look at this tweet. Ben M tweet. Germany just finished the latest mid-year, July 2022, June 2023, with the highest age-adjusted mortality for 18 freaking years. Why is that, I wonder? Compared to the start of the pandemic, mortality is now 9%, 9.4% higher than 2020. 19 and 2020 combined, I guess. There you go, and you can look at it. Right there where you see it go exponentially up, guess where that was? It goes up for COVID there at the, at the far right and then takes a big upward curve towards the end of the graph. That's where vaccinations began. And I don't believe their COVID death counts either. So you can just pretty much put it as a straight line up after the vaccination. All right, uh, uh, Young, uh, I think it's Young is how you pronounce it, J-U-N-G. Uh, young video, heart attack death soared 30%. 30 freaking percent in america this is look at this date on the bottom august 2nd 2023 i wonder why that would be 30 percent. i mean do you everybody realize how catastrophic how holocaust level this is a 30 percent increase if you had a five percent increase everybody should be running around we're just learning to just consume these numbers like they don't mean anything and for those of us who are purebloods we aren't experiencing these things but the world is, and, there, and people who are victimized by these vaccinations need to come out and start testifying. They aren't. It's weird. People who have, who have, who have lost their family members aren't saying a word because they're fully vaccinated too. Maybe they're scared. I don't know. But I think it's actually pride because pride goes before destruction, Proverbs 16, 18. They don't want to admit they're wrong. Yeah. 30% increase. We, listen, again, I'm 54 years old, born in 1968. I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like it. A 30%, we have a, we have a 25% increase in felonious murder since Joe Biden has taken, taken office. 40% increase in felonious crime since Joe Biden has taken these, these things have never happened before, never. ever. No. If you have a 4% increase, people lose their jobs. Police chiefs are fired. If, you're, if you have a crime rate in your city that goes up 5%, you are fired. We have heart attacks in people. It's, not, it's, not, it's heart attack deaths, by the way. Up 30% in young Americans. That every, every person in the CDC should be under federal investigation. FDA, federal investigation. NIA, federal investigation. 30% increase? Why, why didn't that happen? I wonder why that didn't happen in 2020 when COVID. They say that COVID is this inflammatory disease and blood clotting disease. Why didn't strokes go exponentially up then? Why did they go exponentially up in 2021? Exactly. Amazing. I, again, you know what? It's 11 minutes into overtime. I'm telling you, I could, I could spend three hours on it. I'm, I'm tempted to do it, but I got to show you this video. This, I did not. I love finding videos that I had no idea about. Kobe Bryant's helicopter crash. A little bit more to the story than I thought. And you know what? There, you know what? There always freaking is. Hillary Clinton's, Hillary Clinton's chef drowned. Yep. Barack Obama's chef drowned. The person who exposed Barack Obama's birth certificate drowned. Very weird how all this happens, isn't it? Very weird how people just drop dead or are just killed in a helicopter crash. Kobe Bryant. There's a little bit more to the story than it than than what I ever knew. This video shocked me to the core. Play it for me, Will. 
pharmaceutical out of Amityville, New York here, all three pharmaceutical companies was being sued by Kobe Bryant, not just because they were oh taking his nickname, but Mamba. This is deep. This is deeper than Hollywood. This is, <laughs> oh my God. So in other words, these three pharmaceutical companies, the ANSI Corporation, capital I-N-S-Y-S, Therapeutics, owns the Acorn um, Incorporation, capital A-K-O-R-N, that owns high-tech pharmaceuticals. Kobe was set to go to trial the following Wednesday. Uh, it had he lived. Why? He was suing them, not because of his nickname. He was suing them because he found out, brothers, that these three pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies and say Acorn and Hitep was lacing their diet pills with opioid substances. Kobe was going to expose this. Oh, oh my. Oh my. So okay. Okay. Three pharmaceutical companies are under the umbrella of this global pharmaceutical conglomerate out of Basel, Switzerland, the Novartis Corporation, capital N-O-V-A-R-T-I-S. They have a website. I don't know if you meant Basel, Switzerland or Davos, Switzerland at the end there, but I don't know. <laughs> but isn't it weird that Hunter, uh, that Hunter Biden, that Kobe Bryant, was suing three pharma conglomerates right before his helicopter crash, ANSI, Acorn, and Hitech, because they were doing what they always do, lacing their pharmaceuticals with opioid substances. And my producer Aaron put out this thought, were they, were they marketing it towards the black community? Well, Tom, that never happens before, really, because... On the World Health Organization's own website, they had to admit that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation polioid vaccines were laced with sterilizing agents. Yep. From the people who Bill Gates said, remember, he wants to lower the Earth's population. Sterilization helps to lower the Earth's population, which, by the way, when it comes to the Pfizer studies, why did Pfizer have an entire section when you're dealing with a respiratory virus vaccine, mRNA vaccination, which isn't an MR, which is not a vaccination. It's a gene therapeutic. Why is there an entire section in their vaccine developmental data about sexual reproduction? Why would that be involved in a respiratory virus vaccination uh trial, vaccination, developmental data, vaccination development. Why would that be? And why is it that sperm counts are down amongst the fully vaccinated? Testosterone counts are down amongst the vaccinated. And you had 30, 28 out of 32 women miscarry in the Pfizer vaccine trial. So you have Kobe Bryant just mysteriously die. I mean, how many famous people die in a helicopter crash ever? And right in the midst of a lawsuit against Big Pharma. Weird, isn't it? Are you saying that it's true, Tom? No. Just saying that it's weird. That's all I'm saying. Another weird one. It's like all the Clinton deaths. Very weird. Very advantageous to certain people. Yeah. Odd how that happens, isn't it? You know, did, did a Barack Obama chef walk in on Michelle changing into her bathing suit? Or should I say Mike? <laughs> Who knows? All right, here's, again, going back to, you're going back to vaccinations. Now I want you to all see the date on this. 
They, everyone thinks it's over. No, it's not over. August 1st, 2023. Family claims Sydney's St. Vincent's Hospital is refusing to give their young daughter a life-saving lung transplant because she won't get COVID jabs. So you have this girl here who has zero statistical chance if she was healthy of ever dying of COVID and she would be healthy if she had, if she had lungs, but they won't give it to her because she won't take the vaccination that'll give her myocarditis. So they could give her brand new lungs. She'll be healthy for life. Or she could, she could take the vaccination, get myocarditis or blood clots, and then get lungs and die with healthy lungs, but of myocarditis. That's the current system that we live in right now. Let me show you this. I'll let this guy kind of intro the video. This is about Bill, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and their, uh, we've had a strange, strange occurrence in Florida here in uh, summer of 2023, where we've had the first malaria cases, and I'm trying to remember how many years. This guy will explain it. Play it for me. All right, real quick. Let's go over this uh, quick list of facts that are completely unrelated, by the way. Number one, Bill Gates, who has already done uh, countless things for humanity has now uh, released billions of mosquitoes, <clears throat> genetically engineered mosquitoes in Florida and Texas. Number two, cases of malaria are now in Florida and Texas for the first time in 20 years. Number three, Bill Gates actually has a malaria vaccine in the works if it's not already made. By the way, that's what they call problem reaction solution. Create the problem, causes the reaction, and then they give you the solution. And fourth and final fact, hydroxychloroquine is an anti-malaria drug. That means no vaccine should be legal or necessary. So do with those facts what you will. Of course, with the presence of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, if they weren't sequestered and suppressed by the the CDC, by the FDA— by the Biden administration, no emergency use authorization could ever have been issued for the vaccines. That's federal law. But I digress. So if, lo and behold, Bill, the, Bill Gates, we'll just use say Bill Gates. Bill Gates has released genetic, genetically modified, genetic, genetically modified mosquitoes into two states, Florida and Texas, and the only two states reporting malaria for the first time in 20 freaking years would be Florida and Texas. That's weird, isn't it? Those are all just those strange coincidences that happen over and over again. Strange coincidences that you have more people dying of COVID in 2022 than 2021 and 2020 combined in Australia. That's just a strange coincidence that a 96% vaccinated country has more COVID deaths in 2022 than they did in 2020, where there was no vaccination, and 2021 combined. It's just a very odd coincidence, isn't it? Very, it's just a very strange coincidence. There's always these really weird coincidences whenever you're dealing with the globalist left. Yeah. So here, here's how this, this video or this, this claim was rated by the fact checkers at the AP, which are owned by globalist, bourgeois, leftist companies like Vanguard. I'm not saying they're owned by Vanguard, but they're owned by companies like Vanguard, owned by companies like Pharma, like Big Pharma, like Pfizer. And you're like, no, not directly. No, they're not, no, nothing's direct. Try to find the owner of Google. You can't. There's like 40 different owners, so nobody can ever really track who's responsible for whatever malfeasance is committed. Fact checker, Associated Press, conclusions, false. 
Bill Gates' Tide Mosquito Project is not responsible for recent malaria. How do you know? Just that this is that these are the same COVID whores that said that the vax was the vax was stop, was safe and effective and stopped transmission and infection. And now you have a 9.4 percent excess mortality rate in Germany, and, and, and that that exists somewhere between nine and 16 percent in all heavily vaccinated countries. Excess mortality keeps going up, keeps going up. In America, Edward Dow puts it at 23 percent. Yeah, excess mortality, according to. The Society of Actuaries, his own whistleblowers inside of insurance companies with life insurance claims. These are the same whores. These people are whores. I don't care what they say. They know they don't listen. They don't tell the truth. They are they're just simply lying. They're just told to put this out. It's mockingbird media. This is what you put out. Whether it's the CIA, whether, whether it's MI6, doesn't matter. They're told to put it out. They put it out. So how do they know? Show me the, show me the data. Show me the data that says, show me your research that you did, AP. Did you go to the malaria cases? <laughs> do you, have you found any of these genetically modified mosquitoes? And why is, Bill, why is Bill Gates allowed to do this? Ron DeSantis needs to answer that question. And I love Ron DeSantis. But I'm just saying, he needs to answer, why is Bill Gates allowed to trifle around Florida yeah. and re- release genetically modified mosquitoes? I didn't give him permission to do that. This man is a, he is a demon-possessed, murderous, child-abusive felon. I mean, I, I don't know the right words to use to describe Bill Gates outside of demonic. All right, claim rare mal- malaria cases reported in Florida and Texas recently were caused by a disease control initiative backed by Bill Gates that, mo- that involved releasing genetically modified mosquitoes in the U.S. AP's assessment, false. The Bill Melinda Gates Foundation doesn't finance any modified mosquito release projects in the United States, except that they just released genetically modified yeah. mosquitoes inside of the United States. <clears throat> and experts say the types of mosquitoes that are used for that initiative in Florida are not capable of trans... <laughs> 20, <laughs> exactly. 23 minutes into overtime uh, again. Here we go. Exactly. It's supposed to be 90 minutes of fury... <laughs> And I'm now at 113 minutes of fury. <laughs> Listen to the, I don't, Aaron, do you know a better word? Will, do you know a better word? The nonsensical statement made by the AP's assessment. False. The Bill Melinda Gates Foundation doesn't finance any modified mosquito release projects in the United States. And experts say the types of mosquitoes that were used <laughs> for that initiative. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Do you guys have any other verbiage uh, to describe that? I mean, do you? I Cognitive dissonance is the only thing I can think of. Cognitive, yeah, that's better. That <laughs> sounds more intelligent than mine. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think how, of. How do you say that Bill and Melinda Gates didn't finance any mosquito, <laughs> uh, modified mosquito release projects, and the mosquito release project that they financed in Florida is not capable of transmitting water? <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really, I mean, I, this is where, listen, this is where I miss cussing. <laughs> For I, real. I really do. This is where For I miss real. it because hundred percent. I, I, I would drop some bombs right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Me too. This is where I'm, I've repented of cussing, but shun profane and vain babblings for they will increase unto more ungodliness. Second Timothy two 16, but I, but I miss it. All right. Let, put that, put that verbiage back up there for me. Put that. There you go. 
The facts, though, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention announced this week that the U.S. has seen five cases of malaria spread by mosquitoes in the last two months. This was about a month ago. The first time there's been local spread in only uh, two decades. And the only places that they were located was exactly where the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation modified mosquito initiative that wasn't financed by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh, were released. So the only places that the mosquitoes, the only places that malaria was found were in the two states where Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation released mosquitoes. And the AP says that this initiative didn't occur, but when the initiative occurred... <laughs> they don't cause malaria. <laughs> it, it's, they're not capable of transmitting malaria. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, all right, 25 minutes into overtime. <laughs> Love you all. 651 people on. Listen, I'm telling you guys, if you're watching on Facebook and you're watching on and you're watching on YouTube, please switch to Rumble. I'm supposed to say it a couple times to show. I forgot tonight. They banned me. I would be, listen, I don't know how many people I have on Facebook. I got banned. We, were, we had eight, 900 people watching live on Facebook when they smashed me. All right, that's when we, and we've never gotten that high again. They smashed me, they shadow banned me. I haven't, I haven't been allowed to friend anybody on Facebook for three years. So please get off of, I'm not telling you not to have accounts on them. I'm telling you, get a Rumble account because I'm trying to get to 1,000 viewers on Rumble. So what do you call it? Following me on Rumble, Yeah, follow. Yep. I'm a tech illiterate. But listen, even I, without most of everything you see on this phone, I have to get, put yourself on, Aaron. I have to get Aaron's help on with all my tech stuff. But even I alone, by myself, without Aaron's help, downloaded the Rumble app. He did it. He I did, did it. it. By myself. <laughs> yeah. And I don't make any money. I made $126 on Rumble so far. I just give it to the church. Yeah. Because I don't get paid by anybody except for Foundation Church. So please switch over to Rumble. Trying to build a Rumble army. Trying to make parallel economy, make Rumble the threat that it needs to be to all these other entities. And I would love for Twitter to rise up, but as long as Linda Yaccarino's running Twitter, it ain't going to rise up. They keep banning us off of Twitter. People keep getting banned on Twitter. Love you all. Back here, what is it, Thursday? Back here Saturday night for a brief, and I can't go over because that's when the TV time runs out. Yep. Can't do any overtime or I probably would. Back here Saturday night, 1030, included on the Christian Television Network. We're on there too for 55 minutes of fury listen love you all stay for the post game lots of videos to follow about 10 minutes worth of videos to follow watch them we got a few little little things from me talking at the church pimping the church pimping some merch pimping my wife's podcast but that's all about 90 seconds stay for the videos love you all see you saturday night from everyone who has been given much or romans 8 32 everything all things Ephesians 1, 3, everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words, Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.